Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, oh, nice. It's from Professor Talib's sister, Bramble Twig, and her husband, Drubble. And they write, Dear Tosh Mafuni, it's Professor Talib's sister, Bramble Twig, and Drubble. We want you to know that listening to your show is still very exciting to us. Well, thank you. And as you know, it's the only show we get on our old Dimwabi. The Dimwabi has been acting up on us lately, and the volume knob won't stop being on high. Oh, high. No, dear. The good news is we can hear you no matter what room we are in. But if you could talk a, talk a little softer. I don't know. Is this better? No, that doesn't seem right. It would help a lot. We were wondering if you will be having Thunk the Peon on anytime soon. Well, I certainly hope so. We really enjoy him a lot. If not, carry on with your wonderful show. Love, Bramble Twig, and Drobble. Well, what a great letter, Bramble Twig. And I agree. Thunk the Peon is one of the favorite guests we've ever had on the show. That's not to say anything bad about any of our other wonderful guests. But there's no question that Thunk is pretty entertaining. And I'm so sorry if the sound is too loud for you. You know, my brothers always complain that I talk too loud. Well, actually, they just complained if I talked at all. But let's not go into that right now. Anyway, thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. In news from around Azeroth, rumors are circulating in inns, pubs, and throughout Azeroth that the Jailer Zoval is dead. If these tales are to be believed, a plucky group of 20 horde heroes from Torin Mill battled their way through the terrifying sepulchre of the First Ones for 18 long and arduous days before finally reaching and defeating the notorious villain. According to those who claim to have heard the story firsthand, the Jailer's final words were, A cosmos divided will not survive what is to come, which, in this reporter's opinion, shows that wisdom can come from unexpected sources. So, from the whole gang in Half Hill, congratulations to this band of valiant heroes. May your names echo in the halls of valor for all time. Hey folks, you'll never have to battle your way through high prices when you shop with the fine vendors of Half Hill Market. Spring is here, so make sure to stop by and see Merchant Greenfield for all your spring planting seeds. But whether you're shopping for home, garden, or farm, you'll always find what you need at Half Hill Market. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. And speaking of spring planting, this week we are bringing back the Farm Report. Jogu's word on tomorrow's crops is pink turnips. Pink turnips are a staple in many tasty and healthy Pandaren recipes, including the Mad Brewer's Breakfast 
and one of Professor Talib's favorites, spicy vegetable chips. Pink turnips grow well here in the fertile soil in the valley and are a popular export to residents of the Town Long Steps and Kunlai Summit. The Farm Report is sponsored by The Tillers, education and support for farmers in the valley today and forming the future farmers of tomorrow. Well, that music can mean only one thing. It's time for Jeanne's Huddle. After too long of an absence, we're welcoming back to the studio our very own sports reporter, Jan Ironchin. Jan, long time, buddy. How you been? How you doing, Taj? Well, you know, other than wondering whether we were ever going to cover sports on this show again, I've been okay. Irie and I have been taking some time off oh, to do some... Jan, I'm so glad you brought up your wife, Irie. You know, she sent a letter to the show. What? Yeah, yeah, she did. Hang, hang on a second. Where did I put it? Where? Oh, oh, here it is. Um, Jan, would you like to read it? Well, sure, I guess so. Uh, let's see. Dear Tosh, I was very excited to hear about the new arrival in Half Hill. As you know, I've been working with the dredgers in Revendreth to organize a union and better their working conditions. We've had some success as working conditions are truly dreadful. I think that the local organizers are capable of doing the work on their own, and now I can turn my attention to other matters. Uh-oh. One of those matters that has been close to my heart for a long time is the plight of ogres across Azeroth. Everywhere they are treated with disdain. Um, Jan, I think that word may be disdain. Oh, Sure, I, I knew that. Everywhere they are treated with disdain, abused by other races, and stolen from with, uh, Tosh, a little help here? Um, impunity. Impunity. There are many, many wrongs to be righted here. And now, at last, with the arrival of Dr. Gerd, I feel as if I and the rest of the Red Crane Society have a powerful ally to help us get this fight underway. I will be returning to Half Hill soon. Oh, yay! As soon as my duties are finished. I look forward to meeting the good professor soon. Sincerely, Irie Free Flower Iron Chat. Eh, she didn't mention me in the letter at all. That's interesting. But that sounds like Irie, all right. She's always getting behind some cause or another. If it's not peace in Azeroth or doing something about that big sword still sticking out of the planet, it's labor movements. You know, it was a great letter, other than not mentioning me, but I don't see what that's got to do with a sports report. You know, Jan, I think she has a point. From the stories I've heard from Gerd, the ogres get treated pretty poorly for such an ancient race. You know they freed themselves from slavery just like the Pandarans? Oh, no kidding. That's... Interesting, but I still don't see what that has to do with a sport. Hey, college, Jan, listen, I was in town and I heard the broadcast. Oh, hey, Rajat, um, you look a little worked up. Worked up? You bet I'm worked up. Jan, what's this I'm hearing about your wife getting mixed up in ogre labor issues? Oh, I don't know. You heard the letter. 
Listen, guys, I just came in to talk about sports. You're darn right I heard the letter, and I'm none too happy about it. You better tell that wife of yours. Whoa, whoa, easy, Rizak. Yeah, Rizak. Besides, if you think I can just tell Irie to do anything, <laughs> you don't know Pandaren females. But listen, getting back to sports. Sports? Sports? Who has time to talk about sports when my livelihood is being threatened? Your wife is going to get my ogres all worked up about unionizing and working conditions. What exactly do you mean by your ogres? Oh, hey, Gade. Gade! Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I didn't mean... Oh, I think we all knew what you meant. Gerd, come on now. I'm sure Rizak didn't mean anything by it. He's probably just a little concerned. Concerned? Yeah, I know. He's concerned about his profits. Profits he earns through the hard work of ogres like me. Hey, did I ever tell you guys about my one game against... Yeah, sure I make a profit. And why shouldn't I? I come up with all the good ideas, with the capital... Right, good ideas. You mean like Frazzleberry Crunch cereal? How many pallets of that did we end up getting stuck with? Okay, listen, fellas, this is getting a little out of hand. Hey, you listen to me. That cereal could have been huge... We just didn't have the right marketing. What do you mean you didn't have the right marketing? I was on the box. Jean, I'm sure Rizak didn't mean... You know, I'm the biggest sports star on the Half-Hill Report. Come on, Jean, who you kidding? You're the only sports star on the show, and no one cares. Hey. Hey. And Jean, you can tell Ivory that Ogus don't need some kind of hero coming in from outside our community to save us. We're perfectly capable of handling our own affairs. Yeah, sure you are. As long as it isn't too early in the morning. <laughs> That's a stereotype and you know it, Rizzi. Listen, are we ever going to get back to my sports report? You know, I could just leave. Oh, no you don't. You started this thing. <sighs> when did I lose control of this show? Hey there, Tosh. Are uh, we ready for my segment this week? Oh, uh, hey, Velmic. Listen, um... Oh, Velmic, thank goodness. You know you're just the Draenei we need here. Listen, Jean's wife, Irie, is planning on getting my... Uh, I, I mean, the ogres that work for me, voluntarily, I might add, all worked up about unions. Her letter never said anything about unions. Okay, sure, not specifically, but we all know where this kind of talk leads. We're never going to get back to my sports report, are we? And besides... I think I made myself clear when I said we don't need any help from outside the ogre community. If the ogres ever decided to get organized... See? That's exactly what I'm talking about. You just said it. Organized. Unions. Same thing. Dush, what's going on here? <sighs> I wish I knew, Velmic. You know, the show started out great. It was a nice letter from Professor Talib's sister. Yeah. And then Jan's wife started all the trouble with her letter. Okay, okay. Let me read this letter. Uh, sure, why not? Here, look, here it is. I guess we can just skip the Azeroth calendar this week. <sighs> okay, let's see here. Uh, disdain, abuse, wrongs to be righted. Well, that sounds like I do, all right. Listen, Velmic, no offense. But given the history between Ogres and Draenei, I'm not sure you're the right person. Oh, good. I thought we were friends. 
I've even been teaching you Draenei. See? See? This is exactly what I was worried about. Just one letter about unionizing, and look what's happened. We're at each other's throats. Okay, okay. No one is at each other's throats. Everyone just calm down. What a great idea, Velmic. Hey, you know what always calms me down? Talking about sports, you know... This is Jeanne's huddle, after all. <laughs> oh, Jeanne, I think we're way past that. Listen, Rizek, if the ogres decide they want to unionize and improve things for themselves, that's their right and decision to make. Okay, okay, granted, but what right does Irie have to come in stirring up all this trouble? Oh, gee, thanks, Rizek. We appreciate the recognition of our rights. And Gert, if you and all the other ogres decide to do this, you need to recognize the great power that organizing has and be reasonable and responsible with that. There's an old Draenei saying, with great power comes great responsibility. Wait, that's a Draenei saying? Velmek, are you sure? Eh, it's a close enough translation. Thank you, Velmek. That's all I've been saying. And of course we're going to be responsible. Haven't we always been? Are you kidding? And Jeanne, for you? Oh, what? Am I finally part of this conversation? Yes. And listen, buddy, believe me, I know how Pandaren females are. My wife Daolin is a soldier with Shadowpan, after all. They are powerful and passionate and expect their husbands to be supportive. And this is as it should be in all partnerships. Yeah, but how can I be supportive when I don't even know what's going on? And that is exactly when you should be most supportive. And Gert, neither you nor I were on Draenor when all that ugliness happened between ogres and Draenei. I hope that we are friends despite that history. Otherwise, what hope is there for peace in Azeroth ever? Yeah, sorry about that, Belmont. Yeah, I just got a little worked up. Yeah, yeah, me too. Sorry, Gade. And sorry to you too, Jeanne. But, uh, listen, we're not gonna hug or nothing here, are we? Rizak, given what's happened on today's show so far, nothing would surprise me. Okay. Now, that's all settled. Don't we all feel better? Now, Tosh, is it time for wandering with Velmek and Demesis? Hang on. I never got to finish Jan's huddle. Well, guys, I kind of hate to break this to you, but we're out of time. Oh, great. Well, I guess that's it for me today, then. Fine, fine. I gotta get back to business anyways. I'll see you guys later. Yeah, me too. I gotta get back to preparing my class notes for introductory Orkish. Good. That's interesting. I didn't know you spoke Orkish. Oh, yeah. Most ogres do. You want to join me for a drink? I could teach you a few phrases. Sure. I would enjoy that. Is it as difficult as it sounds? Well, <laughs> that certainly wasn't the show I had planned for today, folks. But, uh, as always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn in the heart of Half Hill the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Springtime is beautiful here in the Valley of the Four Winds, so I hope you'll drop by and see us sometime soon. And when you do, 
don't forget to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again this week, folks, and be sure to tune in later this week for another informative episode of Face Azeroth. This week, the moderators speak to leaders from the Horde and the Alliance about what the future might hold in a post-Sylvanas world. See you next week, and remember, make your own turnip. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Report, or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.